Okay, welcome back to our podcast, The Art Around You. Today we're going to be talking a little bit about Bruce Smith's Bait. Um, it's an artistic interpretation of the story in the Bible where the Pharisees bring an adulterous woman to Jesus and say, look, what are you going to do with her? She's breaking the law. Um, this piece is its a beautiful piece of art. And it uses color and structure and emotion and line work to really emphasize um, Jesus Christ's role as a loving and caring savior. Haley, what did you notice about the color as you were looking through um, this piece? Um, what I noticed is that the white clothing that Christ is wearing symbolizes like the cleanliness and the pure love that he um, portrays to others. And there is um, some white light that is shining off of Christ's presence. And so he brings light to the world and white shows that he will help spread pureness um, to others and have it reflect off of him and go into people's lives. And the woman is also wearing a white shirt and um, this shows that she still has pureness in her somewhere but she needs help getting rid of her sin that has, over- that has overcome her. Um, and then there also is red, which red symbolizes sin. And the woman has a red hat on, which that symbolizes that sin has like overcome her life. And um, there's also red that is being reflected off of the woman's face. So what I've depicted from this is that it shows that sin is being portrayed in her actions when people look at her and that all they can see is sin. And Christ is also wearing red around his waist. And this symbolizes that he has overcome sin because all sin is below him. Um, and then there are other colors like the browns, the grays, and the darker colors that show the darkness has fully taken over the angry mob and all they can do is criticize others and judge them of their mistakes. So each of these elements are used to portray Christ's, uh, Christ as a loving savior because he is the focus of attention in his painting. Awesome. Thank you for that, Haley. I really, the colors to me are especially striking. I love the connection that they create between the sinner and the savior and helping us to realize that just because she's made a mistake doesn't mean she is fully irredeemable. Thanks for that. That was awesome. Um, I think also working in with the overall theme um, of the piece is the spacing. Would you mind telling us a little bit more about that? Yeah, so the spacing of the photo and where the people are specifically in it, I find it kind of ironic that Christ is towards the bottom of the painting because he came to the earth as the only begotten son and it was kind of the lowest of the low when he came because of he is the son of God. And so the people that are higher, it's ironic that they think that they're better than Christ when he truly is the only one who's been perfect and they've committed sins as well. And so I just find it funny that he's towards the bottom and they're towards the top believing that they're better when in reality Christ is the highest. Yeah, it's really like, it, it brings to mind the scripture that he descended below all things to raise all things up, you know? really love that. I especially love, you mentioned uh, the interaction with the crowds, how they view themselves above them. And looking at like the, the line work of the painting, you see a lot of very strong, very angry lines in the Pharisees. Lots of intersection, lots of crossing, lots of just like a cacophony, a big old mess. Um, but something very interesting happens as you come down towards the Savior, where there's a lot of intersection in the lines between the sinner and the Pharisees, showing a lot of conflict. Um, the Savior has very little intersection with the lines of the Pharisees. It's almost like he's not allowing himself to become a part of his contention. Um, He knows what they're trying to do, 
that they're trying to be without mercy towards this young woman who's made a mistake, but he refuses to be a part of that. Um, and I really love how all of the Pharisees are pointing at the sinner and pointing at him, but he just chooses to point down, um, showing that he's not going to rise to their challenge. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, yeah, Jacob, would you mind sharing a little bit about what you noticed about the emotion? I would love to, Jacob. Um, you know, something I really enjoyed was what you mentioned about lines. Uh, there, it, it truly is chaos in this picture. Something that that I wanted to draw from this chaos was the emotion, uh, not only uh, in these people, which we can easily and obviously tell that it's contempt and anger, but I want to read it more in between those lines that you're talking about and look at their faces and their their emotion that that three specific people have. So. Throughout the photo, you only see two people clearly looking at the Christ. There's one who is looking in a form of mocking with one of those pointing fingers that you mentioned. But there's another that's behind the pillar. His face shows more of an interest than any contempt or anger. Um, as you look at him, he's he's hidden and not very... not very bold in his statement, but he's watching contemplating. Another face that I wanted to look at was was the adulteresses. Um, as you can see, she, out of all of these people that we would assume to be looking at the Christ, she's not. In fact, she's looking in the complete opposite direction. Um, as we see in her body language and in her emotion, it shows a form of shame and distress. Um, and also a lack of motivation to turn towards the Christ. Um, as we look at all these people, they we see only those two people looking at Christ. One in interest and one in complete anger. And so I think this is teaching us about our, our natural man and how we easily look towards the sinner and we often forget or lack interest in looking in the Christ. Um, and so it, it shows a lot that, that even the Christ isn't looking at the sinner. Uh, he's, looking, he's looking away, um, showing, showing his stance. Yeah, I really love that. The fact that he chooses, like everyone's kind of pointing at her saying like, look at this girl, look, she's a sinner. But Christ very pointedly chooses to look away. Um, and I think that, along with everything else we've talked about, this painting is just such an excellent demonstration of Christ's mercy. How, yes, this woman did something wrong, um, and the Pharisees have come to show that to him, but he is also a merciful God who is willing to forgive them, as he's willing to forgive all of us. Was there anything else that stood out to the rest of you guys? All right. Awesome. In that case, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap up now. Um, if you're interested in seeing Bait, there is currently a copy at the BYU Museum of Art on the bottom floor. It's an excellent exhibit. We encourage you all to go. Um, truly, it's an excellent example of the Savior's love and mercy. Um, thank you all for listening and have a lovely rest of your week.